Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's redraft the first round for the rest of the season next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome to FPT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Monday, May 30th. Happy Memorial Day. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And let's take a look at the top 12, and we'll start with the first three. Mike Trout, Jose Ramirez, and Ronald Acuna. Acuna sneaks in here, Scott, although you probably could go in a few different directions. What do you think? Yeah, you could. I I, I feel confident in the names I have here in the first round. The order, on the other hand, you know, ultimately I decided to go Trout number one because he's looked like Mike Trout after that lost season. And I, I feel like I want bankable here with so many uncertainties at uh, among the 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 hitters given the way the league landscape has changed. I, I want somebody I know I can count on to, to produce. And I, I think trout stands head and shoulders above the rest. As far as that goes, of course, Acuna has the height, the, the huge ceiling. It's been in and out of the lineup a bit as he makes his way back from this torn ACL, but I expect that to stabilize over the course of the season and him to play every day. I have Ramirez ahead of him just because third base. I mean, it's, it's a position of haves and have nots and I want to be on the halves. Fair enough. All right, let's move into the middle part of the first round. Picks four through six. We've got Juan Soto, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., and Manny Machado. Scott, you just told me you wanted dependable bats, yet you have Vlad, <laughs> fifth overall. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, he hasn't performed like a first-rounder, obviously. He hasn't been bad. And the data still looks incredible. I mean, he's impacting the ball as, as hard as anybody but with a much lower strikeout rate than than most players who impact the ball that hard. So that combination, I I, I trust it's going to lead to big numbers in time. The launch angle, the launch angle's been a little off in in May, so we haven't seen as many home runs. But he got off to a good start with the home runs, and I imagine he's going to bounce back in the summer months. And you know, one one Soto, who I have right ahead of him in fourth overall, his his production's kind of lagged a bit too, but. I don't see anything in the underlying stats other than maybe launch angle, which has always been kind of low for him. Uh, ultimately, though, I think his numbers are going to be fine. Picks seven through nine. We've got another third baseman in Rafael Devers and then a pair of Dodgers, Trey Turner and Mookie Betts. Scott, how much did you wrestle with having those Dodgers higher up in the first round? A lot. Like I said, I'm not confident in the order. I've actually, I actually have these players. Betts has been... I mean, you could make the case for Betts to be as high as maybe third overall with the way he's produced so far. But I want to stress, we're we're drafting for the rest of the season. We're not drafting for what's already happened. Obviously, what already has happened influences our choices for the rest of the season, but we don't get those numbers that have already been produced. They're, they're behind us now. So Betts, he's not going to be able to sustain this pace. He's on pace for like 175 runs scored. He's on pace for a career high in home runs in an environment where, where home run power is being suppressed. So I, 
Like he's not going to be able to sustain that. I feel confident saying we've seen the best of bets so far. Doesn't mean he won't perform like a first rounder, but I, I do think his steals have diminished from, from during his prime. So, uh, you know, maybe, maybe that's being overlooked amid all the power he has produced. I think Trey Turner, I'm kind of going backwards here and how I've ranked. I think Trey Turner, he, uh, his speed has obviously been there among the first rounders. I, I most worry about his power production translating to this environment. So that's why he's as low as eighth. And then you mentioned Rafael Devers. I have him seventh right after Manny Machado, who I had sixth. again, like I was saying with Jose Ramirez, I, I, I think uh, in the environment we're in now position scarcity is going to become more of a thing, more of what it used to be. If you've been playing fantasy baseball for a long time, like 10 years ago, where certain positions have just a handful of players that stand out so much from the pack that they're worth elevating on position alone. I mean, Manny Machado and Rafael Devers, they've both been great so far. But the fact they play third base, I think, makes them worth drafting in the middle of the first round here. And I think you can make that same argument for elite outfielders too, Scott, because there seems to be a very clear drop-off. And your mm-hmm. picks 10 through 12 here, you've got Aaron Judge, arguably the fantasy MVP thus far, Jordan Alvarez, and then Shohei Otani, 12th overall. Yep. Judge has been amazing, Scott. It's just a matter of can he stay healthy moving forward? That's the question. He is the best power hitter in baseball. He's not just the home run leader. He is the best power hitter. We've known this for a long time. He impacts the ball harder than anybody. And that's going to count for more. It was kind of overkill during the juice ball era. You didn't need to hit the ball as hard as Aaron Judge to end up with a lofty home run total. So it was kind of wasted. But now it's not going to be. Now, if if the ball continues to play like it has so far, it means something that Aaron Judge hits the ball that much harder. And I think it's why he's leads the majors in home runs. I don't think he's going to be a 60-homer guy. That pace is going to slow down. But I think from today forward, he's the odds-on favorite to lead the majors in home runs. He just, you know, we, we can't trust him to stay healthy. He hasn't done it very often. Jordan Alvarez, I think, is basically a left-handed virgin, version of Judge. So everything I said about Judge also applies for him. Otani, I mean, we know, we know how good Otani is, whether you're using him as a hitter or a pitcher. I do want to mention Bryce Harper didn't make the cut for me, even though he's produced like a first-rounder so far, was a first-round pick originally. He has UCL damage in his elbow. He's not able to play the outfield right now, limited to DH. And, and while he's producing well, while he's able to play, I don't know that we can count on that being the true, being true all season long. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.